Well, it's been quite the fascinating past two weeks here uh, for athletic communication professionals in college sports. Uh, my name is Aaron Morse. Happy to have a panel of um, sports information directors to talk about kind of what's been going on with COVID-19 and, and the cancellation of spring sports basically across the board throughout the country. We've got Emily McMillan, the assistant director of media relations at University of Evansville. Uh, we've got Don Beat, the assistant athletics director of strategic communications at Northeastern State University in Oklahoma, and Gregor Waltz, the director of athletic communications at the University of Puget Sound, which is in Tacoma, Washington, joining us here, we got Division One, Division Two, and Division Three represented. And again, my name is Aaron Morse um, from Bates College in in Lewiston, Maine. And you know, the first thing I kind of wanted to discuss with you three is kind of like just your personal recollection of like, I and mean, it was only a little over a week ago, but where you were when you learned that spring sports were finished for your school. And Don, I want to start with you because I think you mentioned you were in the middle of a softball doubleheader. Um, did you see this coming, or was it just a total blindside at that point? Well, you know, we kind of had a hint that this might be down the pike. Um, our uh, state governor was going to do an announcement at 1 p.m., and our first pitch was supposed to be at 1 p.m., so we kind of started a little ahead of that. Um, in fear of the announcement might be that we might have to shut down. Um, it was just kind of one of those feelings that you had going in there, this might be the last game. I know our coach, he addressed it to the team before uh, we uh, entered the field that, uh, you know, this might be the last game we play all year. Um so just kind of, you know, play for your play for yourself, play your, for your team because this could be this could be it. And uh, you know, it was kind of just a set of domino uh, dominoes throughout the whole uh, doubleheader. And uh, we didn't know we'd get through one game, and we got to the first one. And then by about, uh, um, I'd say about the second inning of uh, game number two, um, that was kind of when the announcement came by that. Um, you know, the spring championships were all canceled, and it was just kind of a, a shock in the press box. And um, we have a couple of redshirt freshmen who were on up in the press box, too, and they were kind of uh, – it was kind of a morbid feeling. Um, and by the time uh, we got towards the end of uh, that second game, I can't kind of came down on the press box, and I had my intern, Stevie, kind of take over everything, and I took as many photos as I could at that the end of that last game because it, it, you never know what could happen at the time frame. And the end result was that, uh, you know, our season was over after that. But, uh, you know, I just took as many pitches as I could just because um, some of these kids, they, they're seniors, and that was probably could be the last time they get to play. Uh, fortunately, it was at home, and uh, it was just kind of, you know, one of those things that kind of happened, and after the game, we our league put down a suspension of sports, and you know, and that's kind of when the team knew. Um, so it was kind of a, it was kind of a, uh, I say, a very morbid uh, day. We had winning both games, which is great uh, to kind of end on that note. But it was just kind of a, you know, a one of those days that you know you're gonna look back on, and, you know, kind of with a sad feeling, I guess, at the end of the day. So it sounds like Northeastern State was planning on continuing play, but then once the NCAA announced that championships were going to be canceled, then that was obviously going to be it in terms of regular season, right? Well, you know, our league, they put out the MIAA, they put out a thing about 5 p.m. I think it was at 5 p.m. So we we were done with our games. Our baseball team was playing in Wichita, Kansas. So they kind of got the announcement, um, I'd say, about the seventh inning of their game um, that they had – you know, at the end of the day, they, they turned around. They, they finished and turned around, and went back home. So there were still games going on. They were told um, 
I think anyone playing, like, we were stopping events at 11 p.m. So we didn't physically pull it. No, fortunately, you know, our league, we didn't pull anyone off the field, um, unlike what we've yeah. kind of seen uh, across the board. Um, everyone finished what they needed to do. It was just kind of, I think it was more shocked as some teams were traveling and they found out. So um, I think Central Oklahoma, which is in our league, they went to Pitt State and turned around and went back home. Um, which is probably, I'd say, about a three-hour drive, uh, their softball team. Um, so it was just kind of a lot of it – tra- it was a travel day, but a lot of teams pushed their games earlier because they were kind of having a weather system. So I guess um, it was a game that was originally supposed to be scheduled on Friday. Uh, and fortunately, I guess weather kind of uh, was kind of a blessing in disguise that we actually got at least two games in before uh, – uh, a lot of these kids saw their seasons come to an end. Yeah. Emily, where were you when this all came down? Um, well, kind of our story kind of starts on like, Tuesday of um, the week that it all happened because we opened our um, renovated baseball stadium for their, its first game against Indiana. And so that was a huge game, great crowd. But Indiana and Purdue, I believe, had um, suspended classes at that point. And so we kind of felt it coming a little bit like we played the game had the um a a great like we ended up beating indiana which we hadn't done in a very long time so we were excited ready for the rest of the season but we knew that this stuff was happening we didn't really know what how it affected anything but um then we came back into work work on wednesday and um that's when our school like evansville um suspended classes for in person because we were on spring break and so they extended spring break and um, said we were going to um, have online classes through the end of March, um, hoping to get everybody back on campus. Um, and then by Thursday, midday, like right before the NCAA um, announced the championships were suspended, the Missouri Valley canceled the women's basketball championship as um, a couple of our staff members were driving up to Moline, Illinois, um, so they were like in mid transit to the championship when it got canceled. Um, and so I was just in our office um, kind of just watching Twitter and seeing everything unfold and being like, oh, the SEC is canceled. Oh, the Big 12 brought people off the floor. Just like um, seeing every everything just like fall into place. And then um, I believe Friday was when um, the Missouri Valley uh, full stop um, all competition. And so we – with, I, I found out that I, I think we already we knew it was coming. They were just waiting for all of the schools to um, make it official and agree to it. And so Friday night, I was at home and I my boss texted us and I was like, "Okay, um, this, this is all happening." And it's like we we kind of knew it was happening, but it didn't make it any less um, uh, emotional and just kind of gut wrenching for all the student athletes because. They were, they played this amazing game on Tuesday, and then we were supposed to open up against uh, Purdue on Friday in baseball and have a home softball series. And so it's like their and their whole season just ended in a second. And so it was a lot of like, um, yeah, it was surreal. It was a very surreal moment in um, in a couple of days that we we're just sitting there trying to process everything and figure out what we needed to do, but there wasn't really anything to do because we were just waiting for news to happen. Yeah, and then, Gregor, you're about 45 minutes to an hour south there of 
where really a, one, one of the largest, you know, issues with the pandemic is in Seattle. You're there in Tacoma, University of Puget Sound. How did it go down from your perspective? Yeah, we had, um, we actually had a, uh, a, you know, weeks leading up before the uh, championship cancellations, we had a couple of teams uh, cancel games. Uh, they just didn't want to travel mm-hmm. to the area. Um, and I think like a lot of people during that time, you know, we, we probably didn't think that, you know, anything was too serious. Um, and then, you know, as the weeks progressed from, you know, late February into to the middle of March, it's like, oh, this is for real. And, um, but yeah, so, it, you know, we, it's for us, it started with the uh, teams canceling a couple of games and a couple of events. And then, um, you know, to answer the question, you know, where I was sort of went when everything truly went down nationwide, um, I was actually, I was in my office and I just posted to our social media a sort of montage video of our two student athletes who were going to nationals, one for mm-hmm. swimming and, and one for track. And about a half hour after I posted that video, NCAA sent out the email saying championships were canceled. Um, so, so that was a, that was sort of, I guess, unfortunate timing. Here I am promoting these athletes, and then, nope, they're not participating in the championships. But, yeah, um, I just remember that that Thursday, I think it was March 12th, um, you know, before the announcement was made, I think in the office, we just we just had a feeling that something was going to happen before the end of the week. And um, instead of preparing for all of our spring events, you know, we had rowing, golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, a bunch of sports going on. It was a busy weekend. Um, so I'm usually writing previews and getting game programs ready, but instead of doing all that, um, I, I just honestly I just sat around in my office because we all had a feeling that, you know, some big news is about to go down. And just from my perspective, you know, being in the NESCAC, um, it was kind of interesting because the Monday of this, this past week, basically, we're recording this on March 20th, so I'm talking about the week before. Uh, so that, that Monday of this past week when, when this all went down and eventually by the end of the week where everything was canceled – we had individual schools in our conference cancel their spring sports season. So like Amherst and Middlebury, basically we found out we're canceling their spring sports season and we were supposed to play Amherst that Saturday in lacrosse. And I'm in, you know, at Bates and I'm like, Oh, well, um, how, how do we continue? So at that point I'm thinking, okay, this is probably going to lead to cancellation of spring sports in general. And we had a non-conference women's lacrosse game on Tuesday against um, Southern Maine, and my boss said something I'll probably never forget because we kind of were anticipating what was about to happen. He was like, you know, welcome to the lacrosse game at the end of the world because this was it. Like this was going to be, we could tell, kind of the last game of the season. And so they basically did a makeshift senior night, you know, like for this random non-conference game on a Tuesday that normally would be com- almost completely insignificant in the big scheme of things. But they basically did like a makeshift senior night for the women's lacrosse players they went out and won, like, I think, 20 to 1 or whatever. And then the next day, the NESCAC in the morning canceled spring sports. And we, the NESCAC was the first conference that I know of to cancel spring sports. Because at that point, what, what happened in the NBA hadn't occurred yet. The Ivy League canceled spring sports, I think, a few hours later. And then later in the week, you know, NCAA canceled the spring championships. And for a few hours, I was thinking, all right, the NESCAC just canceled spring sports. What if no one else canceled anything? <laughs> you know, what is it going to look yeah. like? Uh, but in the end, everyone canceled everything. So it was kind of a 
certainly a weird situation from my perspective as well. And the thing about being at Bates is, unlike other schools, I think one of you mentioned, you know, students being on spring break, Bates doesn't have their spring break this month. It comes later in April. And so the plan was to keep classes in session, you know, through the end of the semester until spring break and then reevaluate. But that ended up, of course, not happening uh, as well. But so, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, the weirdest thing that that Tuesday lacrosse game before everything kind of went down the next day and the next couple you know, days. And it's kind of like that that 30 Rock meme, like, wow, what a week. And it's like, you know, it's only Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. <laughs> like, it's just like the week's not even half over. So it was certainly crazy. So I want to know, uh, Emily, we'll start with you, your immediate course of action. We are all part of the new media committee. That's why we're discussing this. From a social media perspective, what would you do? Immediately, we just shared what the Missouri Valley um, posted. Um, it just retweeted that and then shared our like basically the same release on our website, and then we posted it again on all of our platforms just to get, get the word out. Um, but then after that, probably a day or two later, we started thinking, like, we probably should communicate with our student-athletes just to make sure that they're not going to say anything that they don't want to or they're going to regret later on. Um, yeah. And so we sent out a like just a department email saying, just double check what you're going to post. We're not going to tell you what to post or what not to post, but just make sure it's representing the University of Evansville and yourself um, to the best that you can. Um, but, like, initially there wasn't – like, we just had to be an information source, and we had to just give it a break. We just had to, like, just – give all the information we could, but we couldn't, like, continue, like, our marketing plan because um, there wasn't anything to market. Um, we we can't say, oh, come to the game because there wasn't games. And so I think those couple days we shifted focus and um, so what we're, what we're trying to do now. But initially it was just kind of we are just in shock, and then we were like, okay, we have to inform. That was about all we could do. Yeah. Don, how about you? Um, we just kind of uh, followed the course on what the NCA and our league did. I think it was kind of, um, you know, I don't think you want to portray a different message outside of that. Um, you know, I think it was just, uh, you know, a concise message uh, was what we were looking for. Um, then, um, of course, there was a little bit of a limbo land where, you know, we, 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 our league suspended indefinitely with the evaluation time. So we were, mm. we're on spring break right now. Uh, so we kind of went through a week time frame where um, I wouldn't say a week. I'd say probably like a four or five day time frame where, um, you know, there was a little sliver of hope, but uh, those leagues that did not immediately can't straight out cancel, um, those blocks started falling apart uh, when those leagues decided just to suspend, well, I should say cancel the rest of their seasons and, you kind of knew it was kind of coming down the pike, and that's what ended up happening uh, uh, early this half of the week. Is uh, you know, is you know, I think it was one of those bandages you just kind of uh, you ripped right off, and it's kind of put up, put up on social media, and, and uh, you know, and the reaction was going to be fairly obvious, uh, a lot of sadness, and I think some anger, um, you know, and you know, it, it's just one of those things you just you don't. You don't want to drift off too much into your own opinion. You just kind of follow the same message that whatever everyone else is kind of portraying like, uh, in that way. And, Gregor, what was the first thing you did uh, in reaction to this? You mentioned that you'd already produced some content earlier that day, but that now was 
no longer relevant, basically. Right, yeah. Um, and, and what made when our conference, the Northwest Conference, um, the day uh, they announced that uh, spring sports was going to be suspended, our um, athletic director was actually out of town for a family emergency, which made things a little more hectic for us, you know, because um, she couldn't be so quick to communicate with us. Um, but really, our, our our top priority, and it came down from the athletic director, was meeting with our spring sport teams. So um, working with the spring sport coaches, um, both myself and the assistant athletic director, we um, met with the baseball team, and and then we would meet with the softball team, and then it was track, and then it was tennis. So we're meeting with these teams individually just to break the news that um, the season would be suspended. Um, you, you know, my main focus at that time, I, I just wanted to let the student athletes know that they're going to hear a lot of rumors, um, you know, about cancellations or about schools are doing this, schools are still competing while we're suspended. Um, and I just want to let them know that we're following both conference and um, NCAA guidelines. So um, I, I thought it was pretty, uh, I, th I thought it was pretty important for us to meet face to face with student athletes. And that was, um, that was received well. Um, I, I think the student athletes knew what they were in for, you know, it's kind of like when you're, when you're back in, middle school and the principal wants to meet with you, it's never for good news. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, entering this meeting, the, the student athletes were pretty much, were mentally prepared for bad news. So that was our course of action um, in person. And then right after meeting with the teams, we just shared verbatim the uh, Northwest Conference um, statement. And we got that up on social media and on our website. I think the question that's on everyone's mind, um, and I think that hopefully you'll be able to help some people out there if you have, you know, ideas and why I hope this podcast can be helpful for people. So um, now what do we do? You know, entirely unprecedented. Um, Gregor, I, I imagine we'll start with you here on ideas on how we as athletic communication professionals can help continue to do what needs to be done when there are no sports, when our job is to cover the sports team from the students aren't even on campus. I assume all, all four of us are working from home at this point. Um, we'll go with Gregor, followed by Don and Emily, but Gregor, in terms of, some ideas you have in terms of what you're going to be doing these next few months. Um, I, honestly, I mean, September's the next time we're going to have any sports. So what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it's going to sound weird, but all things considered and speaking sort of selfishly in this position as a communications director, it's kind of, it, I guess it, it's, I don't know if I should say it's kind of an exciting time. You, you know, if you put away, if you put aside, you know, the crappy situation in that um, we get to be really creative you know, we, we still got to get content out there and we got to be as creative as possible and brainstorming ideas with coaches. You know, we can still, even though we might not see student athletes in person, um, you know, I'll still reach out to some via text or email or DMs and be like, hey, do you have any suggestions? You know, we have we have thousands of photos from this year and, and thousands more from last year, you know, all of which were taken in-house. We have a, a ton of uh, B-roll from games, whether it's live stream or, or shot courtside. Um, so there, there's a lot of content, and it's just a matter of brainstorming and, and coming up with different ways to share that content on social media. And then we're also, um, it, it's going to sound pretty silly, but um, introducing Puget Sound, The Ocho, which is a spinoff okay. of uh, ESPN, The Ocho from the movie Dodgeball. Um, and we actually, I just 
yesterday finished putting together a one-minute video of a rock paper scissors battle, <laughs> and we just had we had our athletic trainer and our strength and conditioning coach, and then went we went out to midfield of our uh, of our stadium, and they played best of five rock paper scissors, and then I edited a score bug on it. Um, you know, we got some music going, and, and we're gonna do. We're going to do some more silly stuff like that, and, and that's going to be sort of far and few between. You know, maybe something we post once every week, every other week, but that's just um, that's one thing we got going um, for this sort of slow time. They were six feet away from each other, I hope, right? They were six, 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 I, I promise you okay. they were six feet away from each other. Yep. You'll see <laughs> the video. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Don, how about you? What are some ideas you've had in your mind about what we can do here? And uh, we go into April and May and June, and who knows how long this situation will kind of go on? Well, you know, as athletic communications professionals, we always joke about wanting to have a, a quick spring. And I, I don't think this was the quick spring we're all we're looking for, looking to get. Um, right. You know, and now uh, it's just. Uh, yeah, I think one of the things what I think a lot of us want to do is find time to, you know, work on record books and kind of expand their record history. And that's what we're going to do at uh, Northeastern State is um, kind of backtrack on some of our history and kind of uh, grow upon that. And I think another big thing we want to do is figure out a way to reconnect with some of these seniors who are going to graduate and um find a way to honor them, honor them appropriately as and safely as we can, um, um, you know, within these guidelines that we're kind of with at this point, um, you know, and, you know, going, going kind of uh, touch a little bit what Gregor was talking about is, you know, just finding content to use, you know, this afternoon, uh, you know, I went to the NCAA uh, women's golf championships back in the spring and, I was digging, I was looking through some of my old photos and I have a picture of our women's golf coach looking for looking at an ice cream counter. You know, I got this six foot tall, muscular, you know, golf coach. He doesn't fit the profile of a typical golf coach. He's also our strength and conditioning coach. You know, here he is in the pink room looking at an ice cream counter. So on Facebook right now, um, you know, help co- help coach uh, pick out what ice cream flavor to pick from, I guess. So and that's got, you know, it's got some silly comments on it. And, you know, it's just one of those things you can kind of, you know, you know, I think people need um, places to kind of put their mind off what's on the news. And, you know, I don't think um, the typical sports content, I think people want it, but I think also people just want um, something to kind of pass the time and just think of things that's kind of, you know, you know, the, a lot of the news is just morbid at this point, and just to kind of figure out ways to get people to, you know, find their way to interact with others or whichever, <laughs> I guess. Um, you know, I just it, it's a it's a crazy time we're in right now. I like what you mentioned at the very beginning there. How like yeah. We're, we're we're all normally you know going a you know mile a minute you know fast as we can. There's so much stuff going on, and we wish we had some downtime. And well, be careful what you wish for because <laughs> at this point it's it's crazy. But uh, Emily, how about you? What's what 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 have you been thinking of in terms of plans for Evansville? Um, well, our our kind of perspective is that we're and you guys kind of already talked about this that we're now the source of entertainment still. Like that, that's who we are as sport like a sport uh, team. And so we're trying to figure out different creative ways to do that. Like 
uh, yesterday we launched a Christmas vacation uh, quote bracket um, on our Twitter. And so, like, we've been having people vote for their favorite Christmas vacation quotes, um, which is just some fun, like, uh, break, break up all of the negative content that's been going around on social media. But I, I think just finding those creative, unique little niches that your department can um, take and make their own, I think is what's going to make make or break a lot of um, different content ideas. Like Christmas Vacation is an off-the-wall kind of movie um, to make a bracket for, but it's our favorite movie in the office. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're uh, that's just what we chose and what we went with because it's fun to us and we hope it's fun for our audience. Um, but outside of that, we're trying to highlight the student athletes that um, missed out on their spring season. Um, we're, we have some um, make so we have some make good um, stuff that we have, we need to do for Learfield, and so we're trying to uh, use that as a way to um, highlight our student athletes. So I have a graphic series going on right now that highlights all of our who are listed as seniors that could possibly come back, depending on what the NCAA decides right. with that. Um, all of those seniors um, and highlighting them and just like just giving them a little moment in the sun. Um, and then we're thinking about doing like a cyber senior day, like have everybody Skype or Zoom in and have one of our announcers um, list off their accomplishments, kind of like what a senior day would have been for them. Um, it's not the same, but still give them the recognition that they deserve for all of their work. Um, but I think a big part of this, um, for us being an SID first and then all of this creative stuff is just taking time to reflect and to figure out what's been working and what's not been working. And um, so you can come back in fall 2020 and August and September um, better and be able to um, do our jobs more effectively. Um, That's a conversation that we've had is like, this is a very awful, awful situation for so many different reasons, but it's like almost the breath of fresh air that we needed to um, be come, come back better and stronger um, as a department. And, yeah, I think that, that's kind of what our, our plan is for right now. Piggybacking off what Emily was saying and acknowledging the seniors, uh, right now I'm working on putting together um, a wallpaper Wednesday for making a, a smartphone wallpaper for each of our spring seniors. Um, and then also, Emily, I have, a, I have a question for you. And I did see that um, that bracket that uh, you yeah. mentioned. And, and something I was asked, I don't really have a good answer for it. Um, you know, when trying to be lighthearted on social media, how do you sort of navigate that and then not being insensitive to the severity of, of what's going on? Yeah, that, that's something we've kind of had to walk the line on. Um, I I think it works out for our brand right now because we have been kind of like we're very chip on our shoulder kind of brand to begin with um Mm -hmm. so it's not out of character for us to do um this kind of promotion for different word but also we earlier this week we put out a video kind of just like kind of thanking all of the student athletes and thanking the fans for a year kind of trying to close the close the door and turn the page on it um we're also very conscious with it. So, like, today we made um, coloring pages. Like, we're like, we understand you're probably going to be at home for this foreseeable future. So here's a 
fun thing to do with your kids or for you, whoever, whoever wants to try it. So I think right. it, because it was already kind of in our, um, our brand to be that way. I think it, it's worked out for us right now. You know, we've talked about from a professional perspective, you know, some creative ideas. I, I love the bracket. I love the rock, paper, scissors. And, and, and obviously honoring, honoring the seniors, I think down the line, you know, lots of seniors to honor, but also a lot of time to honor all of them really. But um, from a personal perspective, I mean, I don't know about you three, but you know, I eat, breathe, live sports. And I know sports are in the big scheme of things. You know, obviously everyone's, health and everything is way more important, but I can't deny that the lack of sports at all is impacting me <laughs> just from, you know, sitting in my, having to work from home and not having any sports. How, how are you dealing with this from, uh, you know, Emily, we'll start with you. And like, from that personal perspective, like knowing there's not going to be any sports just in, in general, like whether it be professional or college. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that keeps coming back to me is that during these difficult, awful situations, usually sports is what unites us as a country right and so not having that's hard and it's um it, it, we don't know what to do with ourselves we're like what, what it's a saturday is this what a weekend feels like um and so i i think for me i've been trying to reach out to the um sports community like on twitter specifically um just to try to network as much as i can and um just make sure that and spread as much positivity um, as I can personally, I'm, in my little corner of the world, I can um, spread as much positivity as I can and maybe distract myself um, from the fact that there's no sports and there's so much um, negativity going on. Um, so, I, I, like, I wrote a lot of uh, letters the other day to people just to be able to make myself feel better and to help them feel better as well. But I think at the end of the day, I keep like I have to remind myself that I have a job, I have a roof over my head, and I um, am healthy. So I, I have to be thankful for that. Um, and sports will come back. Um, and we have this time to, like I said, get better and um, uh, look forward for those months to soccer and football and everything else um, coming back. So it will make um, those games a little sweeter when they, when they do get, get here. Oh, yeah, they'll be, be a lot sweeter for sure. Don, how about you from a personal perspective? Well, you know, I I think, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of you're, you're kind of run this pace like 100 miles a minute for so long, and suddenly it just comes to a screeching halt. And, you know, it's just you – my wife just tells me you look bored all the time because I'm just kind of just sitting around go, I don't – I go, I don't know what to do right now because there's not a whole lot to be done. Um, you know, you, I'm used to being, you know, we got a game today, tomorrow, next day, and then you kind of do that vicious cycle over again every single week. And, you know, now there's not that there. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of us right now who are just kind of, you know, they, they're just kind of looking for something to do. Um, you know, I think – I think the biggest thing that's going to come out of this is that a lot of us are going to find a lot of new hobbies that they didn't know they had an interest in. Um, and, you know, I, I think what what is going to be really great by the time we get to having sports again uh, come August and September, um, there's going to be a lot of hungry folks in the sports communications world ready to get going again. And I think that's going to be great. It's going to be uh, a good thing 
a great thing to see uh, coming. We just got to get there first, um, and we got plenty of time to kind of figure out where we want to go and uh, how we want to uh, grow as a grow as an individual and as professionally as we can. Uh, it's you know I think it's it, it, it's a it's how you make of the situation and how you you know go through this and grow from it. And Gregor. We we still have a lot of sports that we can watch that we can stream. Um, you know, kudos to uh, NBA and NFL. They sort of opened up their premium packages for free, so sure. that uh, yeah, so that fans. So as a fan, personally speaking, as a fan, you know, I think there's a lot of content online. Um, just a couple nights ago, I watched um, the Patriots come back against the Falcons. Um, <laughs> Gorky <he> did. A <laughs> couple <laughs> nights before that, um, I watched um, the Celtics. Was it 26 point comeback against the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals? So, um, you know, as a fan, I think there's there's still a lot of content out there. Obviously, it, it's I, I I like going to games. I like going to Mariners games, but um, I don't think it's quite hit me as a fan yet because this is still a, a um, as far as going to games for me, it, it's still a, a downtime for being a fan because I'm so busy at work usually. Yeah. Um, so I think as a fan, it hasn't really hit me yet that there, there's no sports to consume um, that's going on live. I've been thankful for Ken Burns' uh, baseball. I'm on the fourth inning. Well, I'm on the fifth inning now, actually. <laughs> so that's been something also. <laughs> I used to think those were too right. long, but not anymore. So, I mean, any other thoughts from each of you just you wanted to share about, you know, the situation from maybe from specifically a new media perspective in terms of, um, diff- different things you want to share that we haven't reached yet. Emily, we can start with you if you want to share anything else. Right, my only thing that it's not really new media um, related is that I'm just trying to uh, learn new skills. I think I think that's something that this um, time's going to mm-hmm. provide. Like I um, want to do some more handwriting um, elements in my graphics for next year. Um, so I, I'm going to take this time and learn calligraphy and because that will help me um, do that. But like picking up a a book and reading and uh, coming up with new ideas from that. Um, if, if anybody's looking for a good book recommendation, um, uh, the the Why in Sport Design um, is an incredible book. I read it in basically a day a, a, a few weeks ago. Um, it just is very good about like explaining like why you're doing something like thinking through all of that. Um, but, yeah, new media-wise, I, I think just being creative and um, not, like, all those ideas that you're like, oh, we don't have time to do that um, right now. Try it and um, throw it off the wall and see what sticks. And um, if it sticks, figure out how to use it going forward. And so I, I think that that's my biggest takeaway is that this is the time that we can we can get a little weird because the world is weird right now. And so – It'll it'll all even out, but um, yeah. Very true, Don. Any other thoughts on your end? I'd have to, uh, you know, have to go kind of go along with that thought, go along with what she said. Is uh, you know, like, I think it's a time where we can kind of try out a bunch of stuff and see what sticks going forward. And you know, there's plenty of time to the fall, and you know, we can you know, you look at all that summer content that pe- teams usually spit out and just figure out, you know. What what works for your program? Um, so, you know, we're kind of going through an interesting time as a department. Um, right now, we have interim AD, so we're kind of 
we well, you know, were searching for that job too as well during this whole uh during this whole time span of you know we're kind of socially distancing distancing ourselves apart from each other so um you know it just it, there's a lot of quite people have a lot of questions and you know we just got to figure things out and uh, move forward yeah and gregor obviously with luckily for us with social media that that remains in terms of, you know, there's no restrictions on how much we can communicate there in terms of that. So what, any other thoughts on your end? Yeah, no, um, I, I think Emily nailed it with just, um, you know, now's a good time to try new things and, and be bold and, um, you know, see what works uh, what works with your audience. And, you know, if something doesn't work, that's okay. You know, go, go on to a new idea. Um, this is a, it's a really good time to, to try out different things that maybe you haven't had the opportunity to try before. Certainly. Well, I want to thank all three of you for joining us here on the podcast today. Again, Emily McMillan from the University of Evansville, Don Beats from Northeastern State University, Gregor Waltz from the University of Puget Sound. My name is Aaron Morse from Bates College for the new media committee. Um, hopefully this podcast will inspire some folks to, to get creative and looking forward to seeing all the content we can produce uh, until uh, hopefully, you know, sports do return here um, in September coming up. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you again, all three of you for uh, joining me on the podcast. Appreciate it.